Hello everyone, welcome to Faster Stronger Orange, a new part of the Troy Nunes is an Absolute Podcast family. I'm Kevin Wall and welcome to our first episode. This podcast is going to focus on Syracuse University Olympic sports. We're going to talk to and talk about current and former SU athletes and the sports that are a little bit under the media radar. Each week we'll try and give you a little bit more inside perspective on those sports, a little bit more of uh, in-depth coverage, and hopefully get to provide you with some interesting inter interviews along the way. Our first episode this week, we're going to focus on outdoor track, which concludes this week at the NCAA Championships. And we've got Aiden Tooker of the men's cross-country and track team joining us. Aiden's going to talk about the opportunity ahead this week for Laura Dickinson, Paige Stoner, and Ilias Ayawani at the NCAA Championships. He's going to talk to us about his four-minute mile this year in indoors, and the first year for the program under new head coach Brian Bell. So let's get to the interview with Aiden. Off here. So here with our first guest in the Faster Stronger Orange podcast, <laughs> here with Aiden Tooker from Syracuse Cross Country and Track. Aiden, thanks for taking your time with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Great. So we're going to start off. We're, we're recording this right before NCAA Outdoors, and obviously you'd like to be there um, competing this year, but you're injured. Yeah. And so if you could tell people a little bit about what happened, where you are in the recovery. Yeah, so I found out, uh, I believe about five weeks ago, that four or five weeks ago, that I had a stress reaction, stress fracture in my femur. Um, so I had about three weeks where I was feeling pain and actually sprang my ankle twice in the same week so I had a bunch of little little things going on and we didn't really know what it was it felt muscular uh, we eventually found out that it was not so um, I guess I realized at that point my, my season was kind of a wrap so right off the bat I kind of went into rehab and I was working with our trainer Melissa and uh, we pretty much been doing something every day since so uh, it's been uh, you know, interesting. I I, I normally have, I've competed this this uh, part of the year, and I've never had an injury like this before. So uh, I think it could have been a big emotional strain, but having the people around me that I've had has given me a lot of confidence, and being able to do something every day has kept me uh, very active. And uh, I feel like I'm moving towards the fall now. So I have a goal in mind, and I have a lot of time, plenty of time to get ready. So I actually just got on the Alter G for the first time today for 25 minutes, 70% uh, body weight. So I'm back doing the running motion, which is big for me. And right. uh, in the meantime, I was doing a little bit of bike work along with, uh, we actually have an underwater treadmill as well. So I was on there too. So that was that was cool. I've never done those things. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then in addition to that stuff, I've been uh, very active with uh, the guys still running. And uh, I got to go to ACC's, which was like, honestly a really cool experience uh coming from a different point of view and then also i've been working with Ilias, and uh he's currently going through ramadan right now so he's working out a little bit later so actually this past uh it was two days ago now i did his long run alongside of him on the bike and he went up sweet road so wow. <laughs> while he was working there i was on the bike and that was a pretty cool thing to be a part of so Veg is still a pretty tough workout on the bike. <laughs> no doubt. Right? It yeah. was actually it was hard to keep up with him too because he's in great shape right now. So he was clicking off some pretty quick splits and up the hills. I uh, I had to work pretty hard. So, right. so that I actually wanted to ask you that perspective now you're kind of on the outside looking in is ask you about the three folks who did qualify for NCAA Outdoors and we'll start off with Ilias then. So yeah. what have you seen from him this season? Um, 
I think uh, from an outsider's point of view, it's been very interesting because he's obviously jumped a level. Um, and he's just, I don't know, he's been a different guy, a different athlete uh, this spring. And I think it started in the indoor season. Um, he had a tough fall. I don't think he would deny that. And uh, I think he just has brought like a different energy and a different uh, kind of state of mind to his running and just the way he is. Uh, and it's completely altered his running. And I think he's been able to run a lot more confidently and a lot more stress-free. So uh, he actually he broke the ACC record at Stanford. Uh, I don't know how many weeks ago that was now, but... Yeah, back early April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. And uh, I think that's just a testament to, I mean, going from a guy that was at the back end of our, our seven right. in cross country to um, probably our top guy and, and absolutely demolishing 10K. And he even was able to win ACC's in the 5K, which was incredible. Right, so he won the double. Yeah. Right, which was, uh, you know, two different races. I mean, the 10K, yeah. he, really, he really sees control of that from the beginning and then he came back you know a day later not even two days later yeah. um and, and won the five in a more tactical race so from a sort of a non-runner's perspective i mean what can you tell people about the ability to do that and to win different different styles of racing yeah um it's honestly really outstanding um i mean it shows not only like the level of physicality that he has and the talent and just the athlete he is, but also just like the maturity um, that he has to be able to race at that level and to be able to like control the emotions that come with like not just one big performance, but two, and then right. balancing. Those are the two longest events too. Yeah. Um, and the way he ran the 10K was completely different than the way he ran the 5K. The 10K, he went out and pretty much ran his legs off and tried to run away from everybody and was able to do that, which was very, very crazy right. to watch. And then... Um, showed a lot more patience in the 5k he didn't take the lead until the last 100 meters right so. right yeah so he's heading into nationals right you talked a little bit about the mentality as a runner what does it feel like when you have that confidence level going into races um i mean i think that's everything i don't think there's any question that running is as much a mental game as it is a physical game and um you know, with coaches training and the way he's been working on everything, there's no doubt that he's physically there. And honestly, I'm, I'm very confident in the way he is mentally now. And I think that's been the biggest change for him. It's just the way he's approaching running and he just seems to be having a lot more fun with it and just enjoying it and not overthinking it. And it's, it's really turning into like some really great running. Great. What do you, what do you expect from him in Austin? The 10 Ks at nationals are, are usually tactical BYU's got six guys. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you, how do you expect the race to unfold? Um, I'm hoping he just goes into it the same way he's been going in the last few races. Um, the eyes won't necessarily be on him. Right. And um, he should have quite a bit of confidence coming off ACC's. He's done it now both ways, tactically, right. and uh, flat out just running very fast. So um, I'm just excited for him. I think he feels... Uh, little to no pressure now like he's just going to go out there and run hard and put everything he has out there so uh, 10k also gets really interesting you never know who's going to be feeling like crap on what day so right. uh, I mean I hope they shoot for podium and just going to go in there and stick his neck in there and just take a shot so great so he's not the only one running the 10k at Austin uh, Laura Dickinson and Paige Stoner yep. will be there 
So I know that the teams train separately, but as you said, you've been traveling to meets and watching sort of from the sidelines. What have you seen from, we'll start with Laura, um, because I think people aren't as familiar with her. What do you see in her running? I know she's got a lot of international experience, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's been really fun to watch Laura. Um, she's young. And especially when you compare it to the ages of some of the girls that she's racing against, I mean, uh, we were talking about it the other day, like some of the girls are five years older than her in the event she's running. Right. Um, and I actually know uh, kind of a cool little anecdote is that uh, coach kind of gave her the option for what she wanted to run at regionals. That wasn't predetermined or anything. I mean, uh, she showed that she's really good in the steeple and obviously she can run the 5K too. And she chose, she said, I want to run the 10K. Right. So if that doesn't say anything, I think, I think that says a lot about um, – just choosing to do that and it showed at regionals like she looked incredible especially for as young as she is and uh she's got fresh eyes and you know kind of the same thing like nobody's really looking at her right and i think you know there's a dynamic too with her and Paige. like they're working out together now and she just kind of got to play follow the leader and then finish hard so um i think you know there's no limit to what she can do and i'm I'm very excited to see it so great and then Paige is probably the one who's under the spotlight right yeah she'll definitely. come in with a second fastest seed time you've watched her over the three years i mean she has progressed at such a level that has really been a, sort of astonishing mm-hmm. you know where she came in from what do you what do you see in her running this year as com- compared to years past uh well Paige is like a special character and i honestly like i love watching her and i mean it showed in indoor like she took a shot with I think it was a lap to go and it was a 5k yes and, 5k and ACC indoors yep, and she ended up winning and uh I mean I would not want to be in between her and the finish line when it comes to the end like she's gonna gut it out and run as hard as she possibly can she's clearly one of the gutsiest and toughest runners I've ever seen right. honestly um yeah I, I I can't tell you many many tougher runners honestly and I think that has uh, really showed up in the way she's progressed over the last couple of years or so. But, uh, yeah, she's uh, definitely got a spotlight on her, but I don't think she's someone that would feel bothered by that whatsoever. She's calm, cool, and collected, and right. uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited to see what she does. She uh, was sick this, this past week at regionals, and I think uh, that gave her kind of a little bit of a you – know, made things a little bit tougher for her. Right. But, you know, to get that out of the way, I think people come off sickness very well. And right. knowing that I've already seen her work out this past week and she already looks like herself again. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I think she's going to go in there. And I would not think it, I don't think it's a surprise that she's going to be shooting for a national championship. So, yeah. And now last year she ran the steeple mm-hmm. and then she's also moved up to the 10K. Yeah. And so I think, again, it speaks to her versatility, but Definitely. someone that won two events at ACCs and, and, looking to be the first uh, women's distance runner in Syracuse yes. to win a national title. So yeah. um, it's kind of a, crazy. So what do you, I mean, a lot of times people say, you know, wonder, like, what do, the, what does a guy's team take from that? And, and especially the younger runners on the team, watching someone who is competing at that level. Um, I mean, I think what I take away from uh, Paige is actually, I, I kind of, uh, I admire the way that you, you were talking about her versatility. I mean, I think that's a mark of a, a great runner. Uh, you know, like, I think that's what we try to do here, too, is you, it's not about 
being in a specific event. It's just about being a great runner. And if you can do that, then you can run everything from uh, 10K NCAA cross to trying to break four minutes in the mile. Right. So, um, and the level of toughness that it takes and commitment uh, is just something that like younger guys in the team and uh, younger girls too, that they get to see every day. It's not just like, they see performances and they're like, oh, those, those people are really good. It, it's right. more like, okay, and I'm seeing what it takes to actually get to that level, especially like like you were talking about Paige has come a long way over the last couple of years. So to see that as a process rather than just a result, I think is a big deal. And so, yeah. That's a, it's a cool perspective. You know, yeah. I think a lot of times people think it's a lot of natural ability mm-hmm. and obviously that plays a part, but they don't see the, the work that goes in and, and not only just the miles, but the extra stuff. Um, you talked about mental preparation, but Definitely. nutrition, sleep, Definitely. all that other stuff that, that that's a factor. So uh, it's good to hear. Definitely. So this year was kind of a, a transition year, obviously. Mm-hmm. The team knew um, that you're going to be losing Justin and Colin and Philo. You might not have expected to have a coaching change. And, mm-hmm. and so can you talk us talk through you know how that goes? Um, you know, just the the sort of overall perspective of the team of, of having to adjust mm-hmm. to not only you know losing people that you sort of relied upon um, but also then just sort of the dynamic that comes with the, the coach and you know coach bell going from that associate head coach to the head coach and, and what comes with that um yeah it has definitely been uh, a bit of a change but at the same time a lot of things also haven't changed so um i think everyone that uh I guess was on the team with Fox and those guys uh, that's back or was back this past year uh, has honestly felt a certain level of, of comfort with, with Coach Bell because right. we've always known Coach Bell. Sure. Uh, that man does not change and I think everyone is very confident in his coaching ability so that's never been a problem. Uh, the locker room changed a lot for sure. Uh, we had I think a total of like when it came to the whole team like uh, somewhere like nine guys that are freshmen that were right. in the locker room yeah. there were new guys and then you lose those big personalities like Justin and Philo and Colin and uh, it, it definitely changes the dynamic a little bit and uh, I think it, it challenged guys like me uh, Kevin James Joe Dragon Simon Smith uh, to kind of you know we had to we had to fill that void a little right. bit and uh, I know for myself it was a bit challenging just because you know I felt for a while that I was kind of like the rookie and mm-hmm. I could just sit behind those guys and they would right. just trail me along to to uh, low stress uh, environment and big, big performances and stuff so uh, that was definitely a big challenge and then uh, I think you kind of see that when it came to racing and stuff like we were not as mature and maybe composed throughout the entire season that we were in the past uh, so I think where we really got to see I know a change was towards the indoor season uh, we had enough time to get familiar with each other. Right. There's, you just started to feel like this team dynamic back again, a comfort with each other. Um, coach's training started to set in a little bit more for the younger guys. Uh, so I think, you know, I, I saw a performance for myself that I was really proud of in indoor with a mile. And then, you know, you see guys like Michael Phillips as a freshman yeah. runs 402. That is no joke. You cannot fake that. Right. Um, and then, other, I mean, the rest of the freshmen were just as impressive, honestly. Um, by the outdoor season, we had a guy run 14.06. Matt's great. Matt's great. Yep. And Noah Beveridge ran 14.15. And then you saw a sophomore, uh, Nathan Henderson, do the same. 
and that was in the same group as Simon Smith. So right. uh, I think that says a lot about how there's a really a strong uh, dynamic that's being built out of that. Like Simon's leading those guys to big performances. and um, There's a lot of depth exactly. on the team yeah. still. So. And that's what we've been talking about is like, you know, we, we definitely struggled in the fall. I don't think like, I wouldn't deny that. I don't think right. anybody in the locker room would deny that. But uh, I think coming off the indoor season and then you could see that building in the outdoor season, um, we're definitely seeing depth and we're seeing a lot of uh, buy-in. I mean, there's a bunch of guys that I didn't even mention that um, I know either we're dealing with little little tiny bang-ups right. or uh, maybe it just wasn't their time to sure. really perform mm-hmm. yet. You know, that's usually what we do is we try to keep the younger guys back right. until give them a year to, to get adjusted to things. And um, we have depth and I'm hoping there's going to be a lot of names that no one's really seen yet, but they right. pop up over the next year or so. So, well, I mean, to, to put that in perspective for people, Justin, the best distance runner here, was in the <laughs> hundreds. His first NCAA yeah, as a freshman. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the level of competition, there's that adjustment. But I want to before we touch on indoor and the four minute mile, I just yeah. want to I want to go back to to fall and I think like ACCs. Yeah. And and the feeling after ACCs when Notre Dame caught you guys in the last two K, which yeah. is traditionally where you guys we would hammered, pull away. Yeah. And so, what's the feeling after that? And 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 having that title reign in but also the just the experience for folks who hadn't been in, in that level of you leading the way mm-hmm. at a conference meet or big meet like that and then other folks being relied upon in those scoring positions where in that last 2k when you're hurting you can't just say oh, Justin and, and Colin and Philo and all you know it's so down the list have it yeah it falls on you uh-huh. to be that person to dig down and start picking people off so do you guys do you talk about that as a team or is it just sort of everybody sort of knows internally and um i guess to speak frankly for myself it was um it was embarrassing it was frustrating it was emotional um i mean it was kind of like to imagine some of the kind of your worst fear you know it, it's finally our our opportunity to to take the reins and uh it didn't go as planned and uh so it was definitely, you know, initially very upsetting. And now that time has passed, and even, you know, kind of after that week had passed, we, we just realized, like, there's no other option but to be better because, right. you know, we got 30, 365 days or a year to uh, to be better, and we had an opportunity, you know, still in that season, and then we had two seasons after that. So um, I think we had quite a few takeaways from it. Uh, I personally had a few takeaways. I know that I was disappointed with my own individual performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I was sixth, I believe, and I was sixth the year before, and I had a lot higher expectations for myself. Sure. Um, so I think there's a, like a certain level of maturity that uh, actually came out of that, you know, just kind of reflecting on it all. So. Right. And you talked about bouncing back in indoor, and yeah. for you, you came back, and BU for the fifth year in a row you were um Syracuse had a sub four miler mm-hmm. so this is your first time so I know you talked a little bit about the DO looking at the clock and knowing that you hit going in yeah leading up to that though is the mile's not something that you run often right so did you know going in like this is the shot that I have at it <laughs> and like I gotta get it done now yeah um so like indoor season is kind of built like that there's two races and yeah. then you're pretty much at conference meet and then if you had run fast enough you go to nationals so um 
we pretty much had a long winter or a few few weeks away either at home or bouncing back here to to get ready for the indoor season so I know I was working pretty hard the group as a whole was working really hard you know probably coming out of the frustrations of the right. fall and uh, I just plan on you know going in that race and I had actually already made two attempts in the years prior and uh, I'd been disappointed so I, at that point I was kind of like I know I've been working really hard so I should just go in there like anything else and just go and compete right and if it happens it happens and if not then uh, it doesn't change my goals it doesn't change what I want to do that indoor season so uh, yeah I, I think the stars aligned and uh, I had the confidence going in and I felt composed the whole way and then with 200 meters to go I just like just laid it down and I was just lucky enough that I slipped right under so, so. you knew where you were though right yeah, with 200 definitely. to go definitely. so <laughs> what's, what's that feeling like in you mentally as you as you're going through I mean it's under 30 seconds yeah, yeah. but how does that feel like each step knowing like where you are and how close it's going to be it's it's funny because I can draw kind of a comparison to my freshman year I actually went through in, in 330 my freshman year and ended up running at 32 the last 200 and that crushed me honestly right. because I had been able to click off that many laps at that pace and I think looking at the clock even may have gotten to me back then because it was this daunting thing uh you know but two years later I'm in the same exact position right and I'm just another I'm like another person honestly I'm, I'm much more mature I feel composed and I'm a lot more confident in myself so when I went through I just I just had no doubt in my mind that I was just going to push right. my body a little bit harder and uh, I was lucky I had it in my body that day so what's the feeling when you turn and look at the clock <laughs> uh, it was it was a mix of a lot of things it was it was definitely uh, in the framework of everything it was an individual victory for sure right um, but I mean I, w I was really stoked and at the same time like it was just cool to experience it with, with the whole kind of crowd and everything. Sure. I had one of my high school teammates that was there um, that I go way back. Right. At the very beginning of my running career with, and he was there and got to witness that. That was a huge deal. And my teammates were slapping me on my chest, and that was such a big deal. And I was smiling, and uh, it was something really special, honestly. Cool. Yeah. So I did a little bit of reading on the BU track, and um, interestingly enough, what they sort of the secret to the fast time apparently is it's got a wood base really yeah and so i guess that you didn't know that no, no. i did not know that <laughs> so apparently when the coaches designed it that one of the things that they did was a lot of research um specifically to make it faster for the mile and apparently had uh decided to go with wood underneath the mondo surface so it's one of only a couple tracks do do you notice that i mean i i know everybody realizes it's a fast yeah. track yeah but do you notice like that sort of sort of bounce that you get or there's definitely there's definitely something about the way you come off the turns there because i i very distinctly remember that because you come around so fast that you don't even feel like you're running the last 100 meters okay. it feels like 50 yeah and when you come off you can just see the clock and you're like halfway in air when you hit the straightaway so yeah i can i can kind of feel that that, that makes a lot of sense so. all right so <laughs> you mentioned a couple other guys uh, who do you think is poised to to be the next to join that sub four Michael, Nathan, anybody else we should be looking at? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if uh, well, Michael's the closest right now, but um, honestly, I hope we have a group going into it right. uh, by next indoor because I think all those guys are going to mature really well. And there's something about 
having a group that I think makes it a lot easier. Uh, you know, back, I don't know how long ago it was, but I know we had a group uh, a few years ago do it together. And uh, honestly, I can only dream that we kind of do something like that too, or something magical like that, because I could have only imagined like doing it with a teammate would have right. felt that much more exciting, that much more fun. So, um, but yeah, I think I think we have uh, we have the capabilities there. Michael's very close. Uh, Nathan's very close. No beverage is probably going to be running the mile again too, and uh, I think it's going to be a big year for him, especially coming off the summer. So, uh, you know, Simon Smith too. I mean, you you really don't know. We right. have we, and that's the thing. Like I could just keep uh, laying down names, and it just matters who wants to run the mile and who wants to to put their mind to it but uh i don't want to put any pressure on anybody <laughs> right so you mentioned way back in the beginning some personal goals mm-hmm. the, something you're comfortable sharing or or maybe if you don't want to share personal goals what, what are you hoping for the team you know heading back into next fall um to be honest i think uh yeah we we just want to surprise people and i think we want to reestablish that we are the syracuse that has been growing here right. for 13 years now or so sure um i think we all take a lot of pride in that uh being a part of like the the old the old guard i guess uh-huh. and being uh it being a privilege and, and a, like a, a big part of uh, my career being a part of bell's beginning and the young guys that are going to rise up behind me uh i think obviously we want to get that acc championship right. back uh i don't think I think that is 100% the goal, but then we want to go on the national stage and surprise people even. Sure. Um, I don't th- I don't think it would be surprised. Like, we, we are shooting for the podium. And if, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Right. But, um, but I'm, I'm very confident in our guys, and I think we are just going to go and try to surprise people. We're going to work really hard, and hopefully that will result in good things. So. Great. Well, I appreciate the time, Aiden, no and uh, we'll definitely uh, be catching up with you in the fall or heading into fall, kind of see where people are at after the summer and definitely. focusing a little bit more on cross-country season. Cool. Uh, thanks again, Thank and good luck me. this summer. Appreciate right. it. Cool. Uh, thanks again to Aiden for taking the time to talk with us. We'll have full coverage of the NCAA Outdoor Track Championships this week on NoonsMagician.com. You'll be able to catch us online on Twitter at FSOPod. That's at FSOPod. And we look forward to hearing your comments and feedback as we continue to grow this Faster, Stronger Orange podcast. That's all for now. I'm Kevin Wall. Goodbye.